You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. All right, my people. America's number one podcast is voted on by Canadians. Just so you know, they're holding votes in Mexico next week. So we're going to try and get all in North America. Okay. It's going to happen. Um, this is part two of an interesting episode of Los Angeles. We never had a part two. It's pretty fitting that it's Dante Nero. He's talking about the pimp game. The first hour we had him in, we barely talked about the pimp game. The backstory was absolutely necessary to where the story goes. Fascinating as shit. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. We, of course, have... Benji Suswine, a.k.a. a sweet, 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 sweet one. I'm not going to stop. I don't care who judges it. Keep it going. I'm going to be like one of those dudes in, in prison. I'm going to get tattooed that says only God can judge me. Because only God can judge me and my a sweet, sweet, sweet wines. And, of course, with us is the Lake Show, Chris Laker. Hello. So, yes, I hope you listened to last week's. I don't know. I haven't listened to either version. I don't know if you could skip around. So just don't be fucking lazy. Listen to last week's. Listen to this week's. Enjoy it. I feel... I feel like this is, is a crowning jewel in the history of the show. Our first two-parter. Yeah. The second part might be better than the first. We probably will get greedy in 10 years and make part three like Coppola did with The Godfather and then ruin the legacy. But who gives a shit? So enjoy this. Dante Nero. Pimping isn't easy. Controversial. I have some women friends who probably have a lot to say about this episode. Well, fuck it. Then we'll bring you on with Dante. Who gives oh, a shit? A three-parter. Three-parter! But we won't be Godfather 3. There will be no cousins fucking each other while eating yaki. All right? Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll give it to Why we'll rush all it? all the options if, open. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. All right. Enjoy part two with Dante Nero. Or as I like to call him, Prince Nick Mandy. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. This is fucking fun. This is magic. All right. Here we go. All right. So, Dante, you're in college. I'm in college. I'm living with three chicks. Three chicks. And you're a fencer. You have a fencing I'm a scholarship. Fencing scholarship. I was also playing rugby, and I was playing football as well. Wow. I, w- I didn't start out playing rugby. I started out playing football, and I just wanted to hit people. And they were like, yo, Mike, why don't you play with us? And I was like, what is this? What's this huge football? <laughs> yeah. Like, I love how this guy from Brooklyn ends up becoming, <laughs> playing all these British sports. All this obscure fencing and rugby uh. So in your fourth semester playing squash, tell us about that shit. <laughs> was, this, his was funny. It's like my first job as a kid, I, I learned, taught myself how to ride a unicycle. And I used, before I had my working papers, I used to hand out flyers for like for the supermarket on my unicycle. That's yeah. what I used to fucking do. And that's uh, before hipsters were in Brooklyn. That's it. That's this right. before it wasn't hip. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing that, and then how do you end up? Becoming the prince that the prince right. of all mandingos. Okay, so so I'm living <laughs> with these three chicks, and that's kind of how I got the all the fraternities wanted me. I was like, this motherfucker's living with three chicks. They couldn't understand. Like, the, imagine you're a senior. I'm a freshman. I come in and I'm I'm, I'm every day I'm eating lunch, and it's three bitches at my table every. And every, they're content with the other two. They they hate each other. Well, two of them kind of were, were roommates. So they kind of hate, but they hated the slutty one more than anything, which kind of, which never really put the focus on me. And they kept trying to make me make a decision. And I was like, listen, you guys were friends before me. What I, I probably should just step back. I should probably just step down and let you guys, all of you go. And it was like, well, I'm not going. I'm not going. And they, it was more about them 
not letting the other. I don't know. I mean, I was a pretty good, you know, like I was a nasty motherfucker at that age. At, you know, at, yeah. at 18, I, I like when I got to college, I was like I, I hooked up with a chick in, in sophomore year and then I, I got pussy through all through high school. I had girlfriends and little side joints and stuff, but I was um like that this whole period of time from high school, I was hanging out with these fucking dirt bags, right? <laughs> these yeah. older dirt bags that my mom babysitted. And so I had all these just really twisted sexual ideas in my head. So like I um I you could you could bet on this first time anal sex. You wanna bet on that? You wanna bet <laughs> Somehow I wanna say he got that somehow at nine, but didn't count it. Yeah, exactly. Anal sex was probably 12. No, about uh, 14. 14, 14 15. 14. 15. Uh, 15. All right. Damn 14, it. 15. I had the under. Well, so I had you, the, no, you, you, it's going. I went over. If you go over, you lose. That's right. Thank you, Bob Barker. So I was, Bob Barker made that how the game's played forever yeah. now. I, had a, I, I was a sophomore in, in, uh, in college. In, no, in high school. And I had this girl who was a freshman who was a virgin. I took her virginity. So she didn't know anything about sex. And so anything I did was her standard of. And you was, educated her. Yeah, uh, just, I, was, I used to buy sex toys. I had, a, I had a, a Jansport full of sex toys. In high school? In high school. What the hell's 16. going on here, Dante? Well, not probably not a, 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 a Jansport full, but I had. You remember the gray flannel bag that used to the shower, the gray flannel? Okay. Shower bag. I had a bunch of dildos and shit in there, like different kinds, different sizes, BY balls, nipple clips, and shit like that. You are giving um, proof <laughs> to the old saying that New York City eats its young, because <laughs> that is what just happened there. By the time I got to college, I had a I had a fucking Jan Sport full of fucking dildos and nipple clips. And you could have retired from pussy. In in college, freshman like when everyone else is just right. kind of getting into it, and I didn't get into it till like my, my junior year. I didn't start getting laid. You could have retired and been happy. And, he, and here's the thing: the girls knew that you were a hoe and that you were fucking, and they loved and, it. And they would fuck you. They want everybody wanted to know why is this guy yeah. living with these three chicks? Yeah, like what is he fucking doing? And so they, I, so they would fuck with me, but not ever. They didn't ever want to walk on campus with me. They wouldn't have no. seen it. Nah, but I, you know, I didn't give a With fuck. With a stigma? Yeah, but they all fucked me anyway. It didn't matter. You yeah. know? You still get what you want. At the end, right? And I was like the dude who was... You could have started a cult at that point. Probably. <laughs> Probably. You still I kinda, is. I give him a couple more times. I would have been like Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> if I ran into this guy. Like, I'll... I, as an adult, as a man, you give me laid, a, I'll I, quit my job. I was like, you, t- Show you me that crack with me, bro. Show <laughs> crack with me, bro. Show me the duffel bag. <laughs> Real quick, is that? I mean, it's it cracks the worst thing in the world. But that's one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah, Smoke yeah. crack with me, bro. It was so real. It was so real. Smoke crack with me. Oh shit. So now there's a they're courting you. There's a bidding war, for lack of a bidding term. Yeah. Uh, a better term, Freudian slip. Um, amongst. The fraternity yes, for you, because you you claim me. Yeah, I'm advertisement. Now you bring and I bring in a whole other frat, super frat. <laughs> like I bring in a whole other. I'm like fuck you guys. I'm not fucking with you. And then and I bring in another set of dudes to kick my ass. You, br- you bring in the Brooklyn. <laughs> I import yes dudes in to kick my ass. And then you bring in your Brooklyn boys. That you didn't realize they were getting brought in, but your Brooklyn boys, the dirtbags, who are teaching you to do all this dirty, wonderful shit early on. Are right. now stripping for an event. So I was I was experimenting throughout college with all kinds of hot. I was doing hot wax, hot wax feathers, 
paddles, S and M. I had I had a set of I had a set of I had a set of ankle manacles at sixteen, ankle and, and wrist manacles at sixteen. I used to tell motherfucker, don't get the don't get the all leather leather ankle manacles. They because they chafe the girls. Get the Velcro with the soft leather because like I knew what to, I used to go to the fucking pleasure chest and and pink uh pussy cat pink pussy cat and and they knew me by name like I hey what's up I mean they still kind of know me now. <laughs> <laughs> old habits die young or die hard um, so so I did went through this whole sexual experience so by the time I got to college do you think all of this stems from you hanging out with those older guys at a young yeah age? it was just it's the just, norm of of what they set up for this track yeah and here's the crazy I found out later that they were cornballs and they weren't doing any of the stuff that they were telling me to, to do oh you Wait a minute. They were looking up to you this whole time. Well, they didn't know. They didn't know. I mean, they were older than much older than me. So when I got in college, we kind of weren't even. Right. But I was already fucked up. Right. So, but I was trying to do all the stuff that they. At a point, it wasn't even me doing what the stuff they wanted me to do after I got. It was a matter of that's just was my mindset. So I was watching porn and I was fucking. I had. I had a. Here's, here's crazy. I was 16 years old. And I'm, I remember putting a horsetail butt plug in this girl's ass and making her walk around my fucking, my mom's house. With, I was just living with my, like. Well, hopefully mom was just, at work. Yeah, yeah she was at work. I told you not. <laughs> I had different sizes of BY balls. I had vibrating BY balls, vibrating nipple clips. I would, like, it was insane. Were you, were you uh, any drinking and drugs at this time? I really wasn't into drugs. No? I, I didn't, I really didn't, I really didn't start drinking beer until I went to college. Uh -huh. well, why I would you? <laughs> you don't I need it. <laughs> you skipped to cut that part out. You want to be? You want to remember that horse butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would buy a horse tail butt plug, but it was just—it was like something new. I was like, oh, this plug. is this is fucking. But that became an addiction to you, right? Yeah, Pushing I mean, I was sexually. Yeah, yeah, just chicks, sex. And, and is that what led you then? Were you you saw the stripping world as this? I don't know this mysterious underworld. Nah, it, was, it wasn't even that. It was like sex. you want to do it, and I was like, uh, like it was almost like a, it was not a dare, but like you want to do it. I'll, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. I mean, I'm like if you know me now, I'm not much different. Like, eh, whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not like if I wear a blue fur coat, I'm not wearing a blue fur coat because I want people to see my blue fur coat. It's I have a blue fur coat. It matches my jeans. And I'm wearing it. And I'm wearing my, you know, like, and so when you, and you'll see this, you notice this when dudes are like, whoa, what the fuck? And I go, yeah, well, like. Yeah, yeah. Guys tend to react one of two ways when you walk in. It's the, what the fuck is this? And then there's how I am. Man, look at you, dope motherfucker. One day I'm gonna make some paychecks and I'm gonna <laughs> shop. Up. I've been telling this motherfucker that for three years. I, God forbid I get a big score. This motherfucker and I are going downtown to Soho. Yeah. Are you and getting a up. blue fur coat? I'll get something, dog. We going what? to John Barbados and get some three hundred dollar jeans. I'll we, tell you that shit that. straight the that. fuck up. Three hundred dollar jeans. I don't know. Like I always like Laker. Yeah. But I like I don't know Laker. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time, right? Whenever I see him, I go, "Hey, Chris was you know like there's always kind of a yes, yeah, you're like, kind spirits, yeah. without a, a good." Doubt. Like we've known each other for a, a, a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never, yeah. We never hung out or nothing like no. that. But when I see him, like I saw him, uh, I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I, I go, hey, Chris was, you know, like there's a genuineness when I see him. Yeah. 
But what, what I'm saying is that I don't do things for the... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's yeah. just you can't wear a blue fur coat and be thinking, "Man, I'm wearing a blue fur coat." Right? right. Exactly. And I hope exactly. people are okay people, with it. People, they people, can feel see that. that. Yeah. They can feel that. They yeah. can feel that it's not sincere. So even when dudes they say things, you know, sometimes they'll say some, you know, because my confidence makes them insecure. So they'll say some shit, and I, you know, okay, whatever. You know, just, just, just like, dude, you, you, like, fucking. Idiot you just said, Oh, you got a blue fat card. Right, right, they right, look right, like right. the cookie monster. I'm like, dude, you have a pea coat on. Right. You look like a fucking longshoreman on. Nobody knows what you're saying. Shut the, like, really? Wait Sam, a minute. I wear a pea coat. No, I got a pea It was. I rock mine, motherfucker. It was what you call, what's, what's the dude's name? It's not important. Wait, it's, it's the guy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll blow him up. Dante don't give oh, a fuck. Dante fuck will give do? anyone the business at any motherfucking so the, time. It's the truth. So, no, it but his, his, his insecurity makes him say, yep. it's yep. just fucking absurd. Blue fuck. Like, absurd? <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. I mean, it's fabulous. Yeah, fix that. <laughs> fix that, motherfucker. <laughs> you're out of pocket. And you got him too. And you got, of and course. Yeah, yeah. You're out of pocket. Don't get fucked up. Don't get checked on some because I'm wearing a football. Now you're gonna right. now you're trying me. You're insecure, so now you want to shit on me because you you get punched in the fucking. I, I will give you a root canal. Are you out your fucking mind? I don't uh, really like that dude anyway. But anyway, all right, let's let, fuck. We gotta eventually <laughs> talk about pimping. <laughs> all, right, all right, so all right, for, so let's, fast forward. Let's segue. So I, I do this strip thing. Um, it goes well. I'm and how many years again? Uh, I, I was probably. I, I did the strip thing probably my sophomore year, my no, my junior year of, of college. It went well. By that time, I had broke up with the three chicks, right? I, I thought I had money on that last thing with all three of them. <laughs> was that all at once or individually? <laughs> I mean, it was all at once, but I still was kind of ta tapping them every once in a while. But it just was like I felt guilty because, like, they really dug me. And I was just—you could have moved to Utah. Got gonna, all three of them. I, I wasn't yeah. gonna do shit. For, and you know, I wasn't gonna be with any of them. You know, like I was just because to me they became this kind of six-titted, six-arm, <laughs> three-vagina monster that I had to have all at once, and I couldn't perceive myself as them as individuals anymore. That was that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because if you lose one, now you look weak. Well, you you gotta get rid of them all. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta say all of you get out of here. And now it's just like I'm clean slate. Right, but if it's like if they gradually like fall off, it's it no, starts it's to like you're losing, yeah. That's losing what I did. Magic. And then it's this. Uh, I remember this freshman chick came in. I she was a virgin. I took her virginity and met her family. And then I ended up dumping her. And then the baddest chick in uh, in the school came in, transferred in, and I hooked up with her. And me and her shacked up. We live like my campus wife, oh, there you go. <laughs> and we live together. And I thought I was gonna marry her, and wow. she really had my nose. I was really fucked up. I still was fucking around on the side, tapping other, cause I kind of had that rep, and so chicks would fuck me on the side and whatnot like that. But um, I really was with this chick, which ultimately I started working. I started working with emotionally disturbed kids, and I, <laughs> and that's where I met um Mike Tyson, cause I was a counselor. In, in the Catskills, in uh, in uh, in Chattake, where, where Mike he was Tyson training was. with the great legendary. No, he Customato. he was no he right right he was he, well he this is when he was in the group home he was in a secure group home yeah just before Cuss took him out took him out, but I was too young to do it but I lied on my uh, birth certificate to get the job, wow so we're about the same age you know 
I was with these kids, these juvenile kids. You and Iron Mike. And uh, and then I um, I, I pretty much this chick had my fucking nose. So I'm a I'm in a fraternity. I'm with this chick. We end up moving back to New York. Um, I'm like, yo, I want to pursue this stripper thing. She's like, all right, whatever, because she she had me so beat. She just didn't worry about it. But then it started, the stripper thing kept growing and growing and growing. So she was like a really abusive kind of chick. She was abusive to you. Yes. Yeah, like. This uh, legend like of Brooklyn. Or? Yeah, like she would cur curse me out in the street. Like, you fucking faggot. Bro, shut the fuck up. Walk away from it. It's just crazy, right? Because we all, that's why I say when we go to Beige Phillip and you listen to my podcast, everybody gets caught. Because even though I had all of that, I got, I was in love with this chick and I started, I just got soft. And she, as soon as she smelled the blood in the water, she fucking put the hammer on me. I couldn't, I, didn't, I was like, if I'm not with this chick, how am I going to survive? Like, I really felt like that. And, um, but I would go out at night, 800,000 women perform for 800,000 women and they'd be chanting my name, go dingo, go dingo, go. This is every night? Just about every weekend, at least. You know how we run around with gigs yeah. during the week. Just it was the same thing, running around gigs Monday, Tuesday, little clubs in the, during the week, and on the weekend you do the big stuff. Big stuff with eight hundred thousand women. Did so, you have a costume? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a picture. I got. I'll give you a picture. <laughs> so, so I, what was the costume? I used to wear. You remember Shaka Zulu? The the oh yeah the, the movie Shaka My Zulu. My family loved that. I created recreated that. That costume with the feather headdress yes. when he reclaims his uh, his place at, at the throne, I re that's the costume I have. So I know quite a show. Yeah. So I know my uncle who listens every week still to this day. Uh, his sister, my aunt, is a bartender and manager at a bar in Vegas, and he still, <laughs> while he's waiting for a drink, will yell "Bande," which is from Shakazoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bande. <laughs> uh, zebra. I had a cape, seven foot zebra cape with geez. pony hair around my legs and. Raccoon feathers and peacock feathers. And this is Shaka Zulu up in this. When's the last time a Shaka Zulu reference was done? <laughs> and with you here, you'd think. Yeah, uh, right? So, yeah, we, we should, episode three with me. I mean, yeah. uh, we loved it. Uh, so, so I start, so that helped me get out of that relationship. Because she was telling me I wasn't shit, and thousands of women were telling me that I'm the greatest thing that ever happened. So you had that conflict. So I, and plus, I, I even though she had my nuts, I was still. Here's a shout out to any women that listen. You could cut a dude's balls off, but he'll find another bitch to pin him on. Stop playing. So, <laughs> <laughs> or several bitches depending on. So if you make a motherfucker feel like he's not a man, he'll yeah. just get a bitch to make him feel like a man. So don't cut a dude's nuts off. So I, um, that got really huge. And I was, I was like, then there was competitions on the East Coast. I got, I, I competed. I had like the number one male exotic dance on the East Coast seven years in a row. Wow. It was crazy shit. I, I used to do these elaborate things like I'd build a seven foot cage and have bodybuilder bitches push me out and I used to spit fire and all kinds of crazy it's shit. It's like a kiss concert. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I started, oh, I knew all the female strippers. No kissing though. <laughs> and I met what would be my, my ex-wife. Wow. And she was living with a chick who they were a couple. And they wanted to spice up their... Wait, wait, wait. Your ex-wife was yes. coupled up. Well, she was wifed up. Yeah, with, with another chick, right? Lipstick lesbians, right? And they brought me in their bedroom to spice things up, right? Yeah. And I ended up fucking both of them behind each other's back. Literally. On the back. <laughs> <laughs> and they, were, they both were strippers. 
And uh, they found out that, that I was fucking both of them. And then half the strippers went one way, half strips Hell, with the other. And the they almost had like a bottle fight in the in the strip club. Because of you. Because of me. Wow. And my boy was bouncing. And he goes, don't come to the club. They're getting ready to have a bottle fight because they found out you fucking both of them. And I was like, Pfft. I actually was in bed with was this other chick. Was everyone like, we thought you were lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, but that's the thing was... That they were like, you, how could you do this to me? I was like, bitch, you're fucking lesbians. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you, one of them, you're fucking the box, the 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 DJ. Oh, she's fucking. I go, nice. and you're fucking the um the 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 bouncer dude. Wow. Like, come on, stop playing now. You, and you now I'm fucked up. Right. And they was like, well, at least you could do is apologize. I'm not apologizing. Fuck you, bitches. And because I was like, fuck you, bitches, they kept fucking me. Wow. And my wife, my ex-wife was fucking me and this chick was fucking me until I kind of blew the other one off. And um, my my ex-wife was like, it was funny, she was giving a dude a lap dance. And I'm getting out with Leo, I see you like tap her and I go, I see you later. And she goes, come here. She leans over. I lean over and she goes, I love you. And I'm like, okay, like what the fuck am I supposed to <laughs> bitch you are grinding somebody's dick in the dust. <laughs> How do I respond to you love me? Right. So she, she she runs into me later. I go back to her house later. And she used to, we would be home. Like, like she was like, I tell you I love you. And I go, bitch, you, 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 you're 60% lesbian. You got a two-year-old daughter. You, you fucking, you're a stripper. You're grinding some dick, dude's dick. Like, I look, I like you, but come on, bitch. Like, let's be, like, come on. Really? You love me? I was like, you got nothing to offer. Not that I was, I mean, I was a bigger piece of shit, but I didn't have no kids, and I was kind of doing my own thing. Plus, I was the number one stripper on the East Coast, motherfucker. East Coast, <laughs> you can't take that away. Know your place. So, um, this was she did. She quit her job. She quit stripping. She quit her job, got go went into um, uh, worked for, for Macy's. Um, Signed up for school, and she bought me a ferret and came to my house and said, I want you back. <laughs> had you had mentioned before that you wanted a ferret? I used to love just... Beastmaster. Beastmaster. <laughs> and I wanted a tiger and a ferret. And a, right. I wanted a beast Mark Singer, right? Yeah, I wanted a Who? fucking ferret. So she found a breed and got me, and that's how we ended up getting married. But prior to that, we were kind of living together. Now, the, the hoeing came before that, so let me back up. Please. So we were together. I lived with her, and she used to bring chicks home, like... She would strip. She was still stripping then. She would bring some chick home, and I would come home from my gigs, and she'd have some bitch in the bathtub, in the bubble bath, washing some bitch. And it literally got to the point where I was like, <sighs> like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, but it's like, I'm, you, you got another bitch, another bitch today? Yeah. Like, can't we get some sleep, or can't I just fuck you? But it was like she would bring bitches over constantly. And that was getting too much for you? Or then the light bulb starts it going all, off in your head? It always is like people want people want threesomes, but they don't understand. In order to have a true threesome, you have to you have to manage both bitches. It's not just about you sticking your dick in and you enjoying yourself. It's about you making sure that the women enjoy themselves. The greater good. You kind of so, become a coach as well. Yeah. Now, what happened was while we were while she was still stripping, I was like, um, she was like, my my ex-wife was like like I, I was managing the strip club that they all worked in, one of the biggest strip clubs. And Rudy Giuliani passed, passed the Rico Law and the Vice Law. Yes. Right. And right around that time, they 
uh, you couldn't have sex. In, like, well, you never really could have sex, in, but they started, Vice started cracking down on all of that. So I constantly. You're saying in the city. In the city, yes. At the clubs and that. Right. So I said, I used to fight with these chicks every week about fucking in, cl in the club, flashing and fucking in the club. And then I was just like, this is clearly a market <laughs> that they're that they're fulfilling. Yeah. And my wife, my 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 ex wife was like, yo, let's let's get these bitches, get them paid. So it was her idea. She brought it to me. Oh she was like, God. yeah. She brought. It. That's why I say that you don't. A chick brings it to you. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't. So she goes. We have all these girls here. They need. They all trying to fuck. They're all trying to fuck. They're fucking for money anyway. Why don't we just? And we need a a pimp to to be the anchor. Here. Right. So I knew a pimp in my neighborhood, and I talked to him, and he taught he told me how to do it. Right. I was about to say, do you know what that entails? And no, I didn't. I, you learn as you go on. Uh -huh. At first, what I would do was. I was like, I'm running an escort service, and there's, this is a friend of mine runs an escort service in out in L.A., and he wants to branch out to here, and we want to have you guys a part of it, but you guys are going to have to interview, and uh, you're going to have to interview to be part of the, the program. And so I had all of them get Polaroids, and I made a, <laughs> I made a, an application Files and shit, shit yeah. like that, and then they filled it out, put the thing, and then. I had him, he actually lived in, in East New York, and he came down in a three-piece suit, a nice three-piece suit with a vest and the whole shit, and he, he, had a, he had some shit with him. He was a bad motherfucker, and he was like, uh, you know, Dante's going to be the liaison in New York, and such, 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 such. We met them in the, the Marriott on 42nd Street, in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> we just used the lobby, and I was like, well, he's upstairs. He's going to be coming down. So he came, he took the fucking train there. And then we were like, <laughs> he took the train in, he showed up, and he was like, yeah, so Dante's going to be, so anything we need to handle, if this, everything goes well, you probably won't hear from me, but if you, if there's a problem, then you'll probably get in contact with me. And then he says, so they, he interviewed each one of them, took their application, and he says, well, then we're going to call you for the next phase. And so what me and my ex-wife did was we would take them out to convention center, hotels and stuff, and we go, we want to see how you flirt and how you interact mm -hmm. with women, with, with other men. And we would, she would flirt with guys, go in and play dress sexy and flirt with guys. And then when the guy would be like, wow, I really want to see you, she would get up and go, hold on one second, let me go to the bathroom. When she go to the bathroom, my ex-wife would go and give our card to oh the dude. God. So while we were interviewing them, we were developing clientele mm -hmm. by them flirting. That's like, wow. That's like having a really good practice in basketball. Right, like the practice went really well. Right, and then the game starts, and because the practice was so well, you already have ten points on the board. Right, like you're scoring yeah. before the game yeah. starts. Yeah, so we had a clientele, people who wanted these chicks just then, and we would just do each chick. So at one time, best ever was twelve chicks. I was running. Wow, twelve, twelve, and then, and but then what happens is you become like their confidant. Yes, so they were all. They were all um, like talking to me, problems, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And then it gets to be like hardcore pimping because then I was fucking them, these chicks. And so they were fucking just, all 12. They, yeah, they were just fucking me. And wh why are they? So they're coming to you with yeah, their issues and they become entrusting in you. Yes. And you're like probably a weird combination of father figure 
Which yeah, right. They all probably have father issues and damage. Sure. And Freud shit going on. And I had, a good, I had a good game by then because of all the stuff that I had done prior to yes. that. You know, and uh, and then what happens is you can't fuck outside of them. Like, here's, here's like, when you, you were like, well, the hoes bring the money. Like, you, like, it's simple. It's not simple. Like, if you're the pimp, you can't, you can't fuck for free. Like, you can only fuck a chick that's paying you. Okay, so you're pimping out. So you're saying when you're fucking your own um, employees. You only fuck a bitch that's paying you. Because if you fuck a bitch that's not paying you, then it gives her the okay to fuck a dude that's not paying her. So there's an integrity oh in the in the in the con, in the in the confines of so this immorality. Them? So uh, you were paying them? No, I'm saying a ch- I would not fuck a chick unless she was giving me money. Oh. Well, then you're losing money if you're doing that. <laughs> you're taking money out of your own pocket. Yeah. I think is what it is. Because you, you have to have the the integrity of the the game is that we fuck for money. So I fuck a bitch that's paying me. She f- only fucks dudes that are paying her. Now, if I violate that, then that gives her. So she. But they're also paying you. Well, you're he's getting a percentage. Getting, you're also getting. No, money. I'm getting all the money, and I'm taking care of them. Right, right, right. By taking care of them, what do you mean? Bills I are paid. I make sure the rent, the bills are paid. I make sure the fucking whatever, whatever needs to be done, I take uh, care of. How about if they want something for like I need two hundred to go out tonight? There's, there's none of that. There's uh-huh. none of that. No. Okay. So they didn't hold on to any cash. They got it and gave it to you. Gave me the money. Yeah. So, and, and he's doing the old model of right. how business has been done in this country. And it's a line I stole from Eight Men Out that uh, it just summarizes capitalism. How much do you feed a workhorse in the morning enough that they know they're hungry? Right. Right? That's right. what you're doing with these broads. And, I mean, but, you know, they confided in me. I was everything. So it's not easy. So, I mean, a lot of dudes have one chick, and they don't want to listen to one chick. They don't wanna, you don't want to listen to your girl. Bitch, but you know, bitch, are you talking about? You, you know, I used to listen to Twelve. Right. Here's still my question: So you couldn't fuck anyone outside of those Twelve because there that person wasn't paying you. Well, I at least couldn't let them know that if I right. did. But even though you they weren't paying you, you weren't taking care of any of their shit. Yeah, so I was taking care of all this shit. No, no, no. This outside person that you would fuck. Right, right. So it's not really breaking the code because, like, yeah, well, I'm not sure paying her bills either. It's if I'm having social fucking, then they can have social fucking. Any social fucking and is they with never me. never had relationships outside of I, You know what? It, it, I'm quite you? sure they did to a certain extent. It, it could have happened, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really something. Because now you look what you're looking at. As one of the Beige Phillip rules is create a bidding war. Now you got 12 chicks that are fighting for your attention. Mm-hmm. constantly so they don't really the guy who's trying to like i'm the baddest motherfucker this bitch ever seen where are most of these girls from what's their background wherever it doesn't matter i know you think it matters but i can pimp your mama if i get a, the right and i don't mean your mama specifically but it's it's the, i don't think you could all right right now you could not <laughs> you it's it's in the context it's in the context of it's in the context of how you get them and how they perceive you. Now, let me ask you this. Sure. I've been, uh, I've been what's, what's called a John right. many times. <laughs> right. Many times. And I, and, I, and I see nothing wrong in that. But do you, do you th- as a guy that was on the other side of that, right, do you yeah. see something morally wrong with prostitution? Should I feel no. bad for no. any of that? No. Let me tell you something. You never... A pimp never makes a chick 
do what she doesn't want to do. Yeah. A chick makes money on her back because she wants to make money on her back. Do you understand? Yeah. So, and if you got a chick who doesn't want to make money on her back, right? Yeah. And you try to force her into a situation that she's not going to come, not come, she's, it's not going to stick. She's not going to do it. Not only that, but she's going to fuck up the chicks who do want to make money on her back. She's going to create a virus in the, in the system that fucks up everything else. Mm-hmm. So you 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 sure there's situations where they don't want to fucking work, they don't want to this, whatever, whatever. It, just like any chick gives you a problem. But she's got to want to be in this situation. Okay. It's got to be comfortable with her. Some of those Russians I don't know about, but uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I, I, that's all yeah. I wanted to hear. I yes. agree with Some you. Some of those Russians. <laughs> I am absolved from any guilt. No, there's no, there's no, there's, it's victimless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that these chicks might have had issues that brought them to that or yeah, whatever. Right. But that's, we all have issues. And how we manifest those issues is, is this decisions that we make, you know? I'd like to interject. Uh, I just invented a word there. I'd like to intervene with, uh, I think the reason why those Russians might be that way. They probably aren't in it be- because they want to. They're probably in it because of this thing called, um, a green card, or it's their only yeah, way they can oh, stay in this country. Yeah. Ways. Well, they, you know, when they yeah, you, sometimes I, they go to a, a happy place, and uh, you, you're like, okay, now, I've, now I'm feeling bad. The <laughs> Russian strippers <laughs> were clearly, <laughs> them Russian strippers are clearly on what's that called when you try. Uh, what? Tr- human trafficking. Yeah. Well, the stripper, I don't even, I don't even feel. You're just rubbing my dick with your knee. Oh, but they're very so mean I, and cold about it. Do you want the? Do you want? More? They'll ask you want. You want? You want another four? Eight <laughs> seconds into the first one, bitch. Let me see if you get me up. Let's just see about that shit. <laughs> then we'll then we'll worry about five, six, and seven. You lunatic. <laughs> but the, is there? Here's I got out of. Here's how I got out of the game. I got yeah. out of the game because it was. I I knew. I hustled a little bit. I knew some some of the big drug dealers, and I sent a bunch of chicks away to the Poconos with a bunch of hustlers. And one of my chicks got she. I was just if you go, you all go together. You make sure you come back together, right? And they were um, one chick. This chick, Sugar, she stayed, and the dude who paid for her to stay, right, was the top guy. This guy named Demencio. He's a Big hustler, um, uh, up, 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 like uptown, and um, he got drunk and passed out, and his boys raped her with a oh. with a with a uh, broken Moet bottle to her neck, and they all kind of like took ten, which is crazy because Sugar was a beast. She would have fucked everybody if they had money, but they just was like, "We gonna do this," and just the violation of her feeling that she had no control in this, she kind of fucked her up. And that after that, like she she got committed. She was a little fucked up in the head, and I that I got out of the game. That's what made me get out of That's the game. That's what did it. Yeah, yeah. that's the humanity. In yeah, it. and the the thing about it was, um, I just didn't have a, I didn't have a, like I didn't have even though I knew that they were gonna hoe anyway, and because like I say, nobody does it when they don't want to do it. I just didn't want to be a part of it. So even when dudes go, yo, I got a bachelor party. Can you get me? I don't even, I won't even book a chick for a bachelor party now. Wow. And how long has it been since you've done something like that? Uh, Can you say? Uh, I've known you about eight years. 90s. 90s, 90s. I was doing it. Wow. 
And yeah. so, so even if you were to book a chick, we wouldn't you, want him at this point. Come well, on. I mean, I still get, <laughs> I, probably not. <laughs> but I can you, make calls and back know. to that story for one sec. How did you respond when you found out that happened? Uh, you could do. Yeah. There's nothing I could do. I mean, we talking about like real killers, like real. But you feel yeah. empathy, and that's what got you out of it, and that leads to this. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't do it. I'm guessing most pimps are sociopaths, that they don't feel empathy. Yeah, I, listen, we... Here's, here's... As a Jew, right? Sure. You go to Israel, people bomb buses all the time. After a while, you get tired, you get used to people bombing buses. So you ride the bus. And you don't... You, you just... You don't go... Wow, I can't ride the bus because they might bomb the bus. You just get on the fucking bus. You know what I'm saying? And and what's that comparable? What I'm saying is we as human beings, we get comfortable whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. You know, like I whatever the situation, as long as we're living and we're surviving, we get comfortable with it. So this is something steady, consistent for everyone that's involved. So they kind of like where they're it's at, this, and this, they want to be there. They get you. You get comfortable with it. You get you get. It's just it's like a dude with we're all comics. If your dude keeps doing the same jokes and he gets the laughs and he does well with it, he keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. It takes energy to break out of that and say I want to do better or I want to change or I want to. It, it and that goes for it. Sort of philosophically, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. We we. The, Human beings want to maintain homeostasis. They want it to stay the same. And so in the context of that, everybody does. I guess, but also not, or else we clearly, because we do have change. So clearly there's something inside of people. But you have to push to do that. Uh That's what I'm saying. So it's a a desire to push. So it's very easy for people to to get complacent. And and stay the same. Mm -hmm. So if you're hustling and you're pimping and you're making money and bitches is they suck in dick for money, and it, it's what it is. And so people, that's what you do. Do you think this should be legal? Yeah, I do. Yeah? I do. I, it would take the criminality out of it, mm-hmm. you know? And maybe be better for the, for the sure. women involved? It would regulate it and, and make the criminality out of it, you know? It makes it so much more expensive, though. You go to yes, Nevada, you pay, like, twice as much. Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to think about that. But they also, would, <laughs> yeah, keep, you know, keep keep, it, keep your heart out for the working man. <laughs> Let's not outprice the working man from quality pussy. And you don't think if it was, it would attract uh, people who have nothing else going on, or just like I'll just I'll just sell my body to keep. keep uh, listen, <laughs> no successful business is an easy thing to to. Uh, like pimping ain't easy. I mean, I, I excuse the the the, yeah. the the statement, but pimping it's not easy to do. It's not easy. Look, if you if you're a Mac and you got three or four chicks and you're you're maintaining three or four chicks, and I'm not saying you're just hitting something on a hit and run. If you got three girlfriends or four girlfriends, you gotta be the boyfriend to three or four girlfriends. That means everything that you would do if you were faithful to one, you That's have to do job. four times. Jeez. That sounds like a lot of paperwork too. Yeah. All this all all rent and all these con ed bills you got to keep care of. It is work. It's work. I mean, Take them out to dinner. It is work. And if we could, if we could ask, how much were you making doing this? Put, well, let me put it like this: one chick in a night could 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 break could break uh, twelve hundred dollars in tricks. And this is the night. And you do that consistently every night. No, I mean some broke more, but. but 
that that would be a good night. And they all don't work every night. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, they work. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, Dante. Get up, you money. don't get a day off? No, there's no HMO. Christmas? No, no vacation days in Pippin. <laughs> Do you charge double? On Christmas? Yeah, is there like... like on holidays? Like just a holiday rate? You trick. You just trick. It's just trick. Dude, I mean, it's got to be pretty slow on Christmas. Nah, why would it be slow on uh, Christmas? true. Those How many? sad people. Hate their families. <laughs> got extra money. <laughs> Chris, Chris no went in his head. was like, yeah, that's true. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's been some I, slow I Christmas. I would have I got him on Christmas if I didn't have to deal with my family. Yeah. Valentine's How awesome would it be if you could Ooh. sound like I'm going to the store. I'd be back going to get ice cream. Come back refreshed. You know, I mean, some yeah. ice cream. You don't let them go to the movies or something. I mean, like one. Night. I mean, there's times when they do whatever. We shop yeah. when they hang out with. Me, or I take them out. I would take them out and hang out with them and whatever. You know, and they get a chance with, with me and we do it up big and I don't want daddy. You know, but uh-huh. then the beeper goes off at, at twelve thirty. Now, bitch, you go to work. <laughs> it's, you gotta, you know, and don't throw up that lobster on that nice John's. Bills have to be paid. You know, bills have to be paid. So, and you're just managing it, but you're managing them emotionally. Look, you know, I mean, people say I have a tainted, uh, you know, perspective on this. But if you got a girlfriend, you're losing. I don't care who you got. I don't care if what girl, what girl you We're got. Losing. You're losing. Like in order to be a credible dude, you're taking care of your chick. Whatever, whatever extent that is, you are listening to her shit. You are managing her emotions. You are you are not doing things that you would normally do because it might hurt her feelings. You are not fucking other other chicks. Even if you are fucking, you're not fucking as much as you could if you wasn't with her. You're not hanging out with your boys. You're not cultivating your friendships. Your priority is to take care of this chick and, ma- and manage her, and that means sacrifice. So you're you're losing. Unless but you're- but the con- in the context of losing, we it's a it's it's sort of like oh, wow I hate to use fuck it, um it's like getting a dog you get a dog, oof, I know it's hard but it's it's <laughs> like a dog you got to train them you but you still got to walk them you got to feed them you got to clean up the shit I feel like that's what the the women are saying about us though, uh, yeah but they who gives a fuck what they say and- they don't have no no chick. Knows what the fuck she's talking about because <laughs> of the, because that's nah, not it's the truth because she has no idea what the fuck she's talking about because her logic is based on her emotional state at the time when she's running her fucking mouth and her emotional state is constantly shifting based on her mood. Well, I'm gonna, I swear to God, if I didn't owe my girlfriend so much money, I'd break up with her. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Boy, I guess I have no chance after this podcast having Gloria Steinman ever represent me. <laughs> She could be pimp. Um. <laughs> Wait, you think any guy in a relationship is losing? Maybe they feel they're gaining more out of the relationship than what they're losing in all the things you listed. No, here's what it is. As a man, in order to be considered a man, you have to make sacrifices. To be a man means to make sacrifices. Sure. And how you make those sacrifices is your choice. You're not gaining. You're just feeling the, you're feeling the mode of what it takes in your mind, what it means to be perceived as a man. Or it's a, I don't know, there's something to be said about a relationship and, you know, not being lonely, having someone. Being in love. Being in love. And how long does that, how long does that work out? You don't think people stay in love their whole life? No. Fuck no. They don't. Absolutely not. Now you've been married once. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ended up working for you. Uh, She managed. She managed. She managed. Okay. And you, how many times have you told a woman you loved, you loved her over your life? What time is it? <laughs> no, I mean, I, 
Look, I love women. You do love them. I do love women. I love women. I love how they smell, how they feel, how they taste. I love, I even like to hear a bitch talk. I mean, dudes don't like to even hear a bitch talk. I like to hear a bitch talk. I like to teach a chick. I want to bring her up. I want to make her better. Um, do you tell her you love her when you're in a relationship? When I love her. When you do. When I love her. And yeah. that's been a lot or no? Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. Because, I mean, the way you, you talk sounds. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, it sounds I, like because you don't. I open myself up to loving them. The okay. things that I love about them. And then why does that love leave at some point? It doesn't really leave. It's just It just becomes kind of like, meh, meh. Do you see yourself getting married? Again? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I would. You and know? Continue, continue to love someone throughout that entire relationship? I have a stepdaughter. My stepdaughter's 23, 24. Um, in my marriage, she was the most important thing in my marriage. If I had another kid... I absolutely would be married, and but my kid would be the most important thing for me. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, the kid has no choice. Any adult, any hoe, any trick, any pimp, any John, we have choices. A kid has no choice. They don't ask to be here, so it's your responsibility. I mean, I feel, I mean, I hate to make, keep making that same, that same reference, but it's like a dog. Like, I hate to see somebody take a dog and then you don't walk the motherfucker, or you don't, mm -hmm. f don't like, take care of it. How fuck? Or you leave him in a crate for fucking twelve hours while you're fucking hanging out drinking or whatever. Like, why do that? Why do that when you just you could not do that? You know what I'm saying? So if you're in a relationship, you have to take the relationship seriously. And what what a um what gets a woman is the same thing that keeps a woman. So whatever you did to get her is the same thing that gets that that keeps her in the game. What gets a guy is not what keeps a guy. What gets a guy is you got to be a girl, you have to have a vagina, and you have to show up. You can get a dude. You don't have to do anything. But in order to make me love you, you have to be bigger than your vagina. You got to be more important than just you got to be more than just a pussy. That means you have bigger to than the vagina. You have to be you have to tap into the things that I like and listen because I'm going to tap into what you that's how I got you is I'm listening to you and I'm altering my situation so I know how to play the game. That's how I get you in bed. Now, if I want to keep you, I have to maintain those things so I can always keep you goofy so that every time you look at me, you can't see past me. And it can be done, but you have to make put forth the effort. And what we usually do is we get tired of fucking with the same bitch. Now, if you got 12 bitches, you got to do it 12 times. If you got a threesome and you're fucking two chicks, you got to fuck two chicks like you fuck one chick. But I think a lot of guys probably don't. And that's why they can't maintain the bitch that they have. But is there something wrong in that? If you just want to have a threesome one night and just whatever sure, happens? You can do that. You, you just, But see, it... it so I think some people just want the thrill of two bras sure, and the story. Yes. You're looking at it. You want to monopolize the pussy. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, the bitch should go. That was one of the best fucking times I've ever had. Me, me and this chick fucking this dude was better than me fucking any dude on me fucking a dude by himself. That's what it should be. But, I mean, that's, you know, I, I think that's how I am in general. I'm looking for that. I'm always pushing to that next level. So if a chick, if a chick is in love with me, she's got to love. I want her to love me so she can't see past me. She, she, it's all she can say. That you're an me. obsession. She, she can't. She should be. Does that I, ever happen in reverse? You can't. You it hasn't her. happened since that bitch. Since the one my, in college. Yeah. 
Because here's the thing. I'm constantly being better. I'm constantly being a better dude. So you're winning. Like, you can't fool me and thinking. Now, if I met a bitch that was trying to be better, like I'm trying to be better, maybe. But it ain't going to happen because there's a, women have an entitlement because there's so many fucking soft motherfuckers that allow them to be half-ass. Like, you get, you get, chicks, you get chicks all the time. They go, I want a ring. I want to I want marry me. I want to marry me. You want to get married? Be a better bitch. How about you be a better bitch? How about you tap into what makes me want to marry you so that I propose instead of expecting me to marry you because you love me? I'm charming. I'm cute. I tap into you can't see past me. You love me, so I should marry you. That's that's in that's in the, in, this, in essence, that's what they're saying. I love you so much, you should marry me. They're not going. Mm-hmm. Let me be the bitch that makes you want to marry me. But maybe like, is it ever you think like your standards are too high? No, their standards are not too high. If you like, here's the thing, if you're with a chick, the day that she stops. Being interested in you, yes, she dumps you. She has no loyalty to how long you've been with her. She doesn't go, We've been together 10 years, let's ride it out. This, that, and the other. The day she goes, Listen, this doesn't work for me, she dumps you on that day with no, with extreme prejudice. And you've had it happen to you, of course, it's happened to me. And you've heard about it a lot. You see, every time you turn around, I'll say this um, anytime a guy's going through it with a lady. And I'm around Dante. They will be calling Dante. No disrespect. And no disrespect. And and this and Giannis is my boy. Jesse did it to Giannis. Ke- Carly did it to fucking Chris. <laughs> on and on and on and on and on. The minute a bitch don't like you, she dumps you with extreme. The minute she or has thinks, other options. She, minute she thinks she's better than yeah. you, she dumps you. I think it always takes like six months. I always have like a six month period of like I know this is over, but. You know, I'm not moving out just yet, and we gotta like. That you, you know, know, she's done it. To, that she's done with you. Ah, uh, yeah, you could see it coming. A relationship, well, like a relationship too. ending, usually I think takes time. Maybe, maybe, maybe emotionally or whatever, they're already looking. You know, they're already started going to the gym and uh, you know, and uh, you know, like working on their own shit, and they're like they're they got an exit strategy. So you could, maybe they are like that day, sure. But I think it takes. I mean, well, I always, I always live with chicks, so it takes time. Yeah, that that was always a sign. I've noticed it with some of my buddies when they will work out when the chick starts working out. Where, you know, a lot of times couples get together. They're both in their prime, right? They're both working out, and that's kind of how you bond. When the dude foul falls off. Well, you both part of relationship is going out and losing yourself a little. You're eating, you're becoming foodies, whatever dessert after every goddamn dinner and shit, and then you have popcorn at home watching fucking Sandra Bullock movies or whatever the fuck. And you all kind of gain some weight, but you're, you're in love. You're not going anywhere. And then one in the relationship out of nowhere starts working it's out. It's not even one. And I'm lets the other you. one stay he, he what is. they are. And then six months later, they're fucking someone really hot at their work or in their community. And that other cat here's, is usually a here's dude. The difference. His here's here's w- the difference. Watching porn. I've known you for 10 years? Eight years. Eight, About eight, eight years. Eight years. Okay. Um, and we've been when I decided... And... and, and uh, Hopefully, Chris. Now, but when I decide you're my Benji, when I decide you're my boy, you are my boy. Right. That's it. No matter what, what would you have? I can't imagine what you would have to do to make you not my boy. Even if you did something foul, I would say, Benj, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Right. And you would go, ah, man, I, 
I didn't even, don't worry, we, we can fix this. Right. Right? Because we assume that we're boys because once we make that declaration, you're my boy, that's it. Bros. When you with your bitch, you're my wife. Even if you marry her, you're my wife. Right? You, in your mind, you think that the relationship is the same way it is with a dude. You're my wife. That's it. We, we partners. You not partners. You are never, you can never sleep because when you sleep, she will leave you. You need to be on the QT all the fucking time. But, you but always she, need to be dope. But who gives a shit? Then she leaves. You're the dude. The dude always wins. Sure, you're right. Uh, like, because you know if you mean? leave, you still win. Yeah. But if you want a relationship, if you want to be with this bitch, and you wanna, and you love her, and you wanna, you gotta be, you got that bitch should be jealous. She should think that you have options. She should know that you have options. When you leave the house, she should be like, Jesus, I hope this motherfucker don't fuck nobody. But I also think that that. Uh, women are like that to each other that they don't have that like you said to me, to me and you we know it's gonna take a lot to fuck that up fair enough girls on girls one but thing this is, they never talk to each the, other for the, rest the problem of is the problem with that is that we can't assume that our relationship with women are gonna be the same way that our relationship is with men you can't assume that right so this is more just how a male and female both uh, look at a, a relationship, whatever that relationship may be, whether it's a friend or personal. Right. Well, not. It, I mean, but here's the thing. It's here's the difference. She's not. She's gonna. She something might go wrong with her girlfriend, but here's what she's gonna do. She's gonna start some shit with you to test to see if you're still the dude. I I the, the terminology I use. Like a woman gives you shit to make sure that you still are the shit. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to give you a fucking hard time, and you're supposed to put the bitch in her place and say, I am still the viable candidate that you thought I was when you met me. Let me and, ask- if, and if you do that, you'd have her forever. Let me ask you this, and we're going to start wrapping up. Uh, this has been a very fascinating two-part episode. It's one of my people. <laughs> Loving it. This is first time ever. Two time. Two time. Not triple sweet, but double time. Double sweet. <laughs> double um, sweet. <laughs> Let's, um, do you think, even if you never pimped, would you still have this mentality? Was uh, it shaped from pimping, or did you become a pimp because you were always thought like this, and this mentality was going to come out at some point? I always, I always am trying to figure out the dynamic of things. Chicken or the egg? So, uh, so even when my marriage fell apart, I wanted to understand why it fell apart. Okay. And even any relationship that I had, I wanted to know why this. Like, even when I was in, and the reason why I realize now why three chicks lived with me in a house, it was there's, there's three things that a woman finds attractive. One is a woman will always find a guy attractive who is a leader of men. Yes. So that's why even Newt Gendridge gets pussy, because it's power over other men. Yes. A woman will find a guy attractive. Even a man named Newt, who's Newt, overweight, Newt, can get right? some pussy. A, 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 a woman will find a man attractive who other women find him attractive. So they set the standard. And a woman will always find a man attractive who's better than her. Right? So if I'm a guy and I have three women, she in her mind she has to figure, why, well, how does he have three women and I only got one man? He's better than me. That's the only solution. But in what way better than? Whatever way she thinks it is. Better is a relative term. A better so, person? 
better standing in society. Whatever she doesn't have, he has. So when you see a chick, say you see a chick and she's got she's got a PhD, she's got a condo on fucking seventy first street, she's 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 got money, she's got Benz, and she dates some dude with a motorcycle and a fucking saddlebag. Yeah. Right? Why does she date that dude? Because even in the context, even in the context of all the things that she's achieved, she's still worried about her next check and her next achievement and what other people think. What she admires about him is he don't have shit and he don't give a fuck. And he don't give a fuck about what well, nobody she's thinks. she's a slave to her stuff, kind of like Ed Norton's stuff, character in Fight Club, right? right. And she's also, stuff a, owns you. she's also a slave to what people's impression are about her. I get more to just because they're like, this motherfucker don't give He is in here with a blue fur. And Always he comes back to the blue fur, He does baby. not give a fuck. He has purple gaiters on. Like, who, like, how can you just not give a fuck about what? And I really don't. I don't really don't. I told my mom, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. And how does your mom remember? She that? goes, she goes, I know you don't. I go, let me tell you. I go, <laughs> I go. an understanding. <laughs> I go, let me tell you why. I said, because you like my sister better than you like me. You flat out tell her that and how, how she re- responded to that. I, I do not. I love you. I know. No. You like my sister better. You treat her better. And my sister's an asshole. So you're not a good judge of character. So if you're not a good judge of character, why would I give a fuck about what you think about my character? Just logically, it goes around in a circle. I don't ask. I'm not asking some dude that I don't think is funny. I'm not going to the open mic, uh, the open mic, the open mic, and asking fucking horrible comics if you think I'm funny. I don't give a fuck what they think. I give a fuck what somebody that I think is funny. I go to Billy Burke. Go. How do you think? What do you think about this bit? Because he's a bad motherfucker. But why would you give a fuck about somebody who? In your own mind, you haven't even qualified them in your own mind. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't care, so there's the, the principle what I was saying is the three principles of why a chick would live. Here's, here's a crazy thing. I know we got to rap, but here's a crazy thing. You cheat on a chick, she won't leave. She will never leave. I've, I mean, I, I've and seen I've, this is why. it doesn't work out that here's, way. This is, how, this is why. Yes. She, this is why she doesn't leave immediately. She doesn't go, you violated trust. Da, 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 da. Here's why. You cheating on her lowers her self-esteem. A guy, a chick cheats on you, you go that stinking ass bitch. A dude cheats on a girl, she goes, why wasn't I woman enough to keep this guy? Even if she barks and shit, in her mind she's going, why, doesn't, why wasn't I woman enough to keep this guy? Right? Yes. So her, by you cheating, her self-esteem lowers. Right? She lowers her, she lowers her own self-esteem. You've also proven to her that you have options. That other women find you attractive, and that and and that's proven. So her low her self esteem is lowered by you cheating, and your value is higher. So she can't leave, knowing that. What she wants to do is stay with you, and then spend the next six months destroying you, destroying her image in in her own eye, so that she can leave. And do you find that fair that she does that? It's what she, it's not. I don't think it's fair. It's just what has to be done. It has to be done because she because it, it. I also believe it's genetic. Like she genetically in the DNA, a woman is trying to pick the best partner, the best DNA. So we have this instinctual drive that's happening, but we have a social contract on top of it, and we're trying to mesh the social contract with that those instinctual drives that have made us survive as a species for over 200,000 years. So she's still trying to get the best DNA. 
by picking dudes. I feel like I've heard stories where a guy cheats and then the woman walks out. She never. She always, even if she walks out, she still keeps the relationship. She, mm-hmm. so she, and then she, he goes. He goes, oh, you know, I want to get back, and then she he gets back, and then as soon as she, soon as she, is able to lower his self esteem and this, and he shows that he loves her more than she does, then she dumps him. Mm-hmm. Ask Christy Stefano. This is exactly what happened. You got a girlfriend, Benny? No, not at the moment. Okay, so I gotta go cheat on my girlfriend just to check the, to yeah. test this out. <laughs> it's just for the podcast. <laughs> All right, so it's like New Jack City. This is business, not personal. I'll, I'll let everybody know. Please, if you if you cheat, and you go and she goes. You gotta cheat. You gotta listen. I've I've got caught cheating and said, "Told you, listen, I um this it's is over. You should just pack your stuff and go." And she goes, "She goes here's what she, when as soon as I'm willing to end it, yeah, you don't even want to fight for us." And I go, uh, L- "Got you, bitch, got you." But this is what I do. I go, listen, I'm not willing to do what you're going to need me to do to make this better. This is not that important to me. So it's best you just go. Now, she may leave if I don't give her an option to communicate with me and stuff, but she's always on my dick. I can always get it. I can call her a year from now. Hey, what's up? And she always, because I'm the dude that she wasn't better than, she didn't, She wasn't able to destroy my life and make me less valuable than her. This this life does sound tiring, though. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I believe that you you have this power, but God, I just you know I I'm I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> I just want to just want to hang out. Pimp ain't easy. <laughs> he told you. No, that. It it pimp is not easy. It ain't easy. Pimp yeah, I don't. Easy. Yeah, I mean, well, let's close it with this one. Um, I'm I'm guessing that you probably have been labeled. By women a lot as a misogynist. Yeah, and and how do you respond to that? As n- as much as I have women have res- called me a misogynist, none of them have ever, ever not fucked me after they call me a misogynist. It, it's a real thing where they say you hate women because you talk like this firm way and you look at it almost as a business. But every guy who gets I know has been labeled misogynist are the guys who. Love women more than it. Mike Racine got here. We're dropping names today. Mike Racine loves women. Uh He'll go crazy and talk some craziness at times. And I don't always agree with everything he says. But he fucking, I've been out with him. He loves women. There's no doubting that. You love women. Yeah. But because you love, it's almost like, do a sports analogy, big shock. Those owners, when they had the lockout, right? The Mm. NBA. The reason they created these contract limits in the NBA, four or five years, and there's a salary cap and all this, is to protect themselves from themselves. Because they know if there wasn't, they would offer fucking Carmelo 10 years at right. 700 billion bajillion dollars, <laughs> even though they know it's stupid. And if anyone else signed them that, they call them stupid, but they can't help themselves. Because they're lovers. You the, yeah. can't help yourself. Yeah. And you found a way, I'm guessing, to curb that by putting, well, this is the way of life. And this to keep me from getting hurt. Yeah. And we're all baby Hueys. I've always said that. In love, we're a bunch of baby Hueys. We're so scared of being hurt by the other sex that we inadvertently or sometimes vertedly hurt the other side. Well, here, here's the other To protect here, here's, you. Here's the other thing. I don't think you can be mad at women. You can't be mad at fish for swimming. This is what they do. Well, I do. I judge them. I but think you, they should you, fly. You can't, you can't be mad at fish for swimming. Here's a... I'll, I'll end on this. Yes. Uh... A couple years ago, one of our friends was doing a one-man show. Yes. Asked me to come. I picked up my chick, took her, 
I, I detailed the car, made sure the insurance was paid, gassed it up, right? Put on my clean clothes, put on a nice, put on her, my black Persian lamb. Oh. Didn't do the blue coat this time, right? <laughs> the mink car picked her up, right? Put in the car, helped her in the car. Boom, boom, boom. We get there. We got to put the car in the, in the lot, right? My shit has got big tires on it, so it's oversized. It's fifty six dollars to park my car in Midtown, right? Park the car. She says she's hungry. You're hungry? Fine. Let's. Figure. I take her into the diner. She goes. We go to sit down to eat. We order a little cheeseburger, whatever, whatever. She accuses me of looking at the waitress's ass. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But as it goes, it was $100 to fill my car, $100 to detail. The tickets were 60 bucks a piece. The burger was fucking uh, 15 bucks a piece. Bitch, overlook it. Right? Over-fucking-look it. She's eating the cheeseburger. She's arguing with me. You like, blah, 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 blah. So I take the cheeseburger. I slide it over to me. And I st- I go, she goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm taking my cheeseburger back. She goes, oh, is that how you doing things? Is that how you... I go, absolutely. I go, if you're going to argue with me, I'm not going to nourish you while you fucking argue me. So if you want to argue with me, argue on a fucking empty stomach. She goes, oh, are you really going to do this? I go, yes. She goes, well, I order my own... I go, waitress. She wants to order. And I'm eating the cheeseburgers. Both of them. Mine and hers. I can't believe you're doing... I go, order your burger. I go, keep talking, and I'm going to drop you home. We won't even go to the fucking... We will not go to the play. That's next. I don't have any money. Exactly, bitch. You don't have no fucking money. You're bitching. You got no money in your pocket. I'm speaking for everything. And you still have the audacity to have that entitlement to think you can eat my food and fucking yell at me at the same... Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I love it. So she didn't eat. We went to the play. She shut the fuck up. She's like, fuck, I can't believe... I t- if you talk about it again, I'm taking you home. I go, you keep talking about it, I'm going to put you at the train, and you can drive the fuck... You can take the train home. She goes to see the play. The play is great. Afterwards, she's calmed down, because she knows I don't take no shit. She goes, Daddy, I'm hungry. Can we stop? I go, bitch, you will eat cornflakes in your house tonight. I go, if we go out tomorrow, I'll take you to dinner. But tonight, you'll eat cornflakes. Because you need to learn that you just can't be reckless. The things that I do, I do it because I want to. Not because I'm obligated, not because you're entitled. Never had a problem again. I, I guess not. Well, that has been <laughs> Pimping 101 with story. my main man, Dante Nero. <laughs> this has been one of the greatest uh, intriguing journeys we've ever had. And we've had a few in the... Uh, early stages of this podcast. Dante, plug away, please, my friend. Uh, if you want to learn how to manage your bitch, bitch management, check out Beige Phillip, www.beigephillip.com. You can follow us on uh, the Beige Phillip, at the Budge Phillip, and you can follow me on at Dante Nero. You can check out my website, DanteNero.com. I'm funny as shit. Hit me. Love it. Uh, the Great Benj. The Best of BS on Twitter. Also, Check out Santa New York Labs. We got great stuff. We got podcasts. We got new ones coming. We got live shows. We got web series. We have a whole bunch of shit happening. Definitely jump on board. Also, use the promo code LUST for all our fans out there. Half off tickets to Stand Up New York. Thanks for listening, guys. Outstanding. Chris Laker, The Lake Show, everybody. The Lake Show. At Chris Laker on Twitter. Every Saturday night, 10 o'clock, here at Stand Up New York Labs, I do my show, The Week. That's also a podcast. Listen to that. 
And um, everyone can suck my dick.com is my website. <laughs> Hottest website in America. Uh, at Mad Dog Mattern, Mad Dog Mattern, uh, Facebook. Mad love to everyone. Please keep spreading the word, man. We really appreciate anyone listening to this, man. Uh, we, we are blown away by the fact that people are and that so many of you are. And it's really awesome. Thanks to everyone who has who's giving their time to this show, man, who's working hard for it. Producer Minnesota John, John Minnesota Fatigate, Super Tramp, AJ Friedman, Donnie and Gabe, uh, the whole staff at Stand Up New York. Uh, everyone, thanks for your love. Cousin Nick with the artwork. Uncle Billy, listening. Stepdad Keith, listening. Driving trucks and shit between San Diego and Vegas. Uh, mad love to Timothy Styles for the music. Man, keep it rocking, baby. Keep being who you is, man. Mad love, Dante. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Till next week. Remember, babies, we're all worth a million in prizes. Holla. Holla.